Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the February 26th, 2024, regularly scheduled meeting of the Town of Ailes Planning and Environmental Commission. Uh, please note that all commissioners are present, um, except for Commissioner Pratt. Uh, first item on our agenda today is 3.1. It's a request for a review of prescribed regulation amendment pursuant to section 12. 37 amendment Veiltown code to amend section 12 7b 7 exterior alterations or modifications and 12 7 12-7c-5 exterior alterations and modifications regarding the development review process for exterior alterations in the commercial core one and commercial core two districts it's pec agenda item or pec application 24-0003 uh, the planner is Jamie. Uh, Jamie, do we have a presentation today? Yes, we do. Thank you. Um, so just a quick introduction. This was another item um, identified by staff in line with the town goals to improve the efficiency of the development review process where possible. Um, so that is what we will be discussing today. Um, as mentioned, the two sections in question are um, shown here on the screen and relate to both the Commercial Core 1 and Commercial Core 2 districts. A quick look at the zoning map. Um, commercial Core 1 you see there in the lighter, kind of the pink color, um, comprises a large portion of the core of the village south of Gore Creek to the base area, uh, whereas Commercial Core 2 in the red, a little bit smaller area, uh, village center condos and village core condos. So the section we're looking at today, here we see some of the existing language. Um, when it comes to exterior alterations, the code language is the same for CC1 and CC2. So we'd be proposing the same changes to both um, zone districts. What you see here, um, ex certain exterior alterations are subject to P PEC review prior to DRB review in these districts. So that includes new buildings, alterations of existing buildings, modification of roof lines, um, outdoor dining decks. Those would all be PEC exterior alterations. As the code distinguishes now, um, any alteration greater than 100 square feet is considered a major exterior alteration, whereas all others would be minors. Um, majors are reviewed, as you can see, only in um, February and September dates. So, you know, applicants may have to delay or accelerate their submittal um, to conform with those deadlines. So what this amendment would do, um, and you had in your uh, the first attachment in the packet was the proposed um, language recommended by the legal department. And it, it um, in summary, it removes the section which distinguishes between major and minor exterior alterations. We would just have exterior alterations, and those could be submitted for a regularly scheduled um, PEC meeting. And there's also uh, kind of various grammatical updates as well. This is in line with the uh, Vail 2020 Strategic Action Plan, which is part of the Comprehensive Plan, um, which is uh, one of the criteria. You look at um, providing ease of compliance and enforcement, uniformity among regulatory and advisory documents, fairness and consistency in the development review process, um, 
that can be enchant, uh, achieved by reviewing and improving policies regarding notification, develop a streamlined design review process. And so that's what this amendment is intended to achieve. Looking at the criteria for review, um, staff is finding that it meets the criteria as outlined in the memo. Um, a couple notes on that. When this code section was instituted in the 80s, um, the village was younger. They likely had a higher volume of, of those type of major exterior alterations. And so they kind of took a, a more deliberate approach to grouping those. Um, you know, as I mentioned, the, the biannual review, um, somewhat arbitrary deadlines, which the applicant would have to conform to. Uh, the intention here is allowing them to submit for any regularly scheduled PEC meeting when convenient, um, and that would also bring it in line with other zone districts. These are the, this is the only existing provision that has that um, biannual review currently. And so, uh, again, um, we're here for re requesting a recommendation of approval to the Vail Town Council for this prescribed amendment. So that is the presentation, and I'm happy to answer any questions. Uh, thank you, Jamie. I'll, I'll start with questions. Could, could you um, explain maybe a little bit more what the purpose of the original provision in having the biannual um, review was? Yes, I, you know, I think fr from what we can understand, as I mentioned, um, and even looking back at PEC meetings from those dates, you had a lot, a higher volume of this type of application. And um, as I mentioned, I think the purpose was just a more deliberate approach, not rushing anything, uh, making sure that due process was given to all these projects. What we're looking at now, um, these type of applications we, we haven't seen a lot lately. and. Um, feel that there is a capacity to process them as they come in um, with the same, you know, the same thoroughness. We're not we're not changing any of the the actual review. It's just the timeline that's that's changing. I think one of the other considerations is that if we had a lot of applications at the same time that we're looking or different buildings wanted major exterior alterations, they wanted them all viewed in context of each other. Um, as you know, what one building's doing next door, if someone else is coming down two months later, it would change kind of by the time they were actually built. Um, to Jamie's point, we're, the village is pretty built out at this point. We don't have an influx of these applications where we see them rolling in continuously, and thus we don't need the, have the need for the biannual, um, taking them in groups. And the, bi the original biannual language was included in the code we, in the 80s? Um, yes, that's correct. So. There was a brief summary in the, in the memo, but um, zoning established in 73 for CC1 and CC2. 1980, that semi-annual or biannual review was added, and then I, I believe it was different dates at that time, and then 1993 was when it was changed to February and September, and so that was, it's kind of been um, the same since, since, it was, since 1993. All right. Um, any other questions? Is this is, so if this change, is this consistent with all the other zone districts so we're, we're not creating something different? Or is there an outlier still out there somewhere? So this is the only um, district that has, two districts that have the biennial review. I would mention also that um, 
other other zone districts such as Lion's Head, they, PEC does review exterior alter, alterations, but it's a, it's a higher threshold affecting 1,000 square feet um, or adding units. So, uh, like I said, this is still maintaining that, you know, both the PEC and DRB will look at it in the village. Um, both those levels of review, it's really just changing the timeline for that. It's still the 100 square feet then versus Lion's Head 1,000? Correct. But this amendment would remove the, the 100 square feet and it all it would just be all exterior alterations um, in the village but that lion's head is still a thousand that we don't see correct okay. any other questions by commissioners for staff so before the only difference between minor and major was the biannual review it seems like that was really the only thing that changed in the process as opposed to a minor versus a major correct okay. so an addition for 99 square feet would be a regular meeting. 101 would be biannual. Great. Existing. And, then, and in the new, are you just cutting that anything below 100 does not require review or any addition of square footage? Okay. Thank you. Any other questions by commissioners for staff? Would you mind putting up the, <clears throat> the map again that distinguishes CC1 and CC2? Sure. And what, the pink is CC1 and the red is CC2, is that right? Correct. Uh, this does admit the recently rezoned uh, First Bank property as well, which is part of that CC1. So that's the only piece that you're not seeing that's in these, either of these two districts. Yes, good point. Thank you. Any other questions um, by commissioners for staff? All right, if there are no other questions at this time, uh, we will move to public comment. Um, I'll first give anybody uh, online uh, a chance to raise their hand if you would hit the raise hand um, button function on your Zoom um, to let us know uh, that you would like to provide public comment. This time I'll turn to the room. Um, and if anybody in the room would like to provide public comment, um, you may come to the front introduce yourself and uh, we will receive public comment is there anybody in the room that would like to provide public comment nobody in the room would like to provide comment um, i'll go to the back do we have anybody online that's hit the raised hand button no we do not have anyone online who wishes to speak at this time all right thank you um, since th no, there's no public comment we will close public comment at this time and move to commissioner comment. Um, not a lot of questions today, so um, I'll just open it up to commissioners to comment as they would desire. Um, I, I looked at the criteria for review and this amendment preserves the PC's review, safeguarding and enhancing character of village while improving the timelessness and efficiency of review. Um, uh, it um, really 
it makes sense to me. Um, the plan calls for fairness and consistency and streamlines the development review process. Um, and I think the fifth, um, the staff will provide uh, information as required by the PEC and the town council on questioning um, any extent, exterior alterations or modifications. So I support um, this amendment. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Lipnick. Any other commissioners' um, comments in regard to uh, the proposed code amendments? I'll note that um, in addition to agreeing with Commissioner Lipnick's comments, um, I do believe that criteria one, two, three, and four, which are applicable uh, to our review today, are met um, as noted in staff's memo. And I'll just, you know, I think that, that generally uh, this update uh, to the code better reflects uh, the current state of affairs of what's going on in Vale Village um, and, and will bring the code uh, and make it more workable given the current status of things in CC1 and CC2. Any other comments um, from commissioners, thoughts, questions before we close commissioner comment? I think staff did a very good job on this memo and the presentation. It's very straightforward. It is. Um, thank you, Commissioner Smith. Uh, anybody else? Please. Uh, sure. Uh, I agree with Commissioner Lipnick's uh, comments regarding maintaining the oversight. Um, as I understand it, the proposal still maintains the oversight not only of PEC but also of DRB for any individual requests. Um, and also note, in addition to the, to the comments that Commissioner Redeker made about the four criteria, um, the town has noted as well that this has no, uh, no, no notable environmental impacts. Thank you. Um, thank you, Commissioner McBride, for your comments. Um, any other comments by commissioners? None will close commissioner comments. Um, we do have a proposed, if I pull it up, uh, a proposed motion uh, in the staff memorandum. And uh, I think that's found uh, on page seven of the memorandum and it has three findings along with the, the proposed motion. I make a motion that the Planning and Environmental Commission uh, forwards a recommendation of approval to the Vale Town Council for prescribed regulation amendment pursuant to 1237 Amendment Vale Town Code to amend section 127B7 exterior alterations or modifications and 127C5 uh, exterior alterations or modifications regarding the development 
review process for exterior alterations in the commercial core one and commercial core two districts PEC 24003 and um, the um, three articles one, two, and three below. The findings listed below? The, the okay. findings listed below. Thank you. Uh, we have a motion by Commissioner Lipnick. Do we have a second? Second. Second by Commissioner Smith. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Is anybody opposed? Nobody is opposed. Uh, the the a motion to approve carries six to zero. The next item on our agenda today is the approval of or minutes from our last regularly scheduled meeting, which was February 12th, 2024. I move we approve the minutes from February 12th, 2024. We have a motion to approve minutes. Do we have a second? Second. Uh, is that by Commissioner Jensen? Yeah. Uh, second by Commissioner Jensen. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Anybody opposed? No, uh, I, I recuse no. because I wasn't at the meeting. Thank you, Commissioner Lipnick. So the motion to approve carries five to zero with a recusal by Commissioner Lipnick, as noted, since he wasn't in attendance. Um, so that is approval of the minutes. Next item on our agenda today is an information update. Do we have any anything from staff? Yeah, just a quick one. So last time the PEC Act asked that we look into or the town council kind of go along with the request for landscaping to be uh, looked at or our landscaping code to reduce water either by limiting turf or some other changes of landscaping code. Um, Town Council unanimously agreed, so staff already, we've been um, contacted Eagle River Water and Sand, gonna work with Greg Berry and our Public Works Department as well as our Environmental Department, kind of see what kind of changes we can be looking at in our landscaping code. Um, we'll be back to you probably not next meeting, but maybe the meeting after to do a little work session um, you know, I think our goal is to certainly see how we can reduce water use, either by limiting turf or through other ways, um, and kind of working with the code we have, hopefully not scrapping and redoing the whole landscaping code, but just what amendments can we do inside of there that will kind of make the, that kind of headway. Okay. Um, so we'll be working on that, and we'll be back for, uh, to you with some, some more information on it when we get some ideas going. Um, you'll also be seeing some more applications coming in, so we're certainly getting more of those. Um, Tom will be back for the transportation master plan probably in April as that one continues along. So they'll be back in front of you then. Um, otherwise, just sit tight. Um, we do have um, appointments coming up. So if your term was comes up at the end of 2024, or if you're not sure, let me know. Um, but applications for that can be found at our avail.gov. Uh, and if you go under government and the PEC's um, uh, page on there, at the bottom is a button to apply and you'll need your letter of interest, uh, proof of residency, you have to be in town for a year. Um, and then a list of questions. And so applications are gonna be due sometime mid-March. I'll get you an exact date. Um, and I can send out a link to that page to you as well um, to pass along or utilize yourself. And appointments will be probably the first meeting in April. They, they interview on their afternoon session. Um, so I believe that's April 2nd. Great, thank you. Um, all right, anything else? Any Anything for staff from commissioners? I just want to know what, what's the latest with the exterior energy offset? program where is that sitting 
So Cameron just went back to town council last meeting to kind of give them a little synopsis of um, what they found in their initial study. Um, I'll do my best to kind of summarize it. I think they found that the area underneath Ford Park is actually an excellent thermal battery. So there's a lot of potential. I think they said it's got twice the potential of like the nearest one that was done. So very promising results from there. Um, the next step on that, which I believe they're pursuing, is kind of looking at design and scaling what would be needed to actually go in and utilize that as far as designs, engineering, um, how they could break it up. I think uh, Excel or Holy Cross's um, CEO or, or someone that had a Holy Cross was speaking as well there in support. Eagle River is because it can really utilize some of those waste heat that Eagle River has when they treat a lot of the effluent. Um, so there's a lot of potential there and a lot of support from other agencies as well. So I believe they're moving forward with kind of looking more into it and what's going to be needed to actually build into and tap that resource. And then that's awesome. I did see the Bell Daily article, but I meant specifically with the, the fee program oh, for, the fee program. for uh, exterior energy offset yep. on non, not the Vail snow melt. But that is very promising. I was thrilled to see that, by the way. Yep. So uh, Cameron did do kind of a, like a contractor, kind of get ideas from people local, um, kind of get a focus group, I guess, if you will, some thoughts on that. Um, you, looking at where we were incorporating town code would like, likely be in our building uh, code section. So that's kind of the general place where it ends up being. Um, I'm not sure kind of what their schedule is. I think the, the geothermal kind of took a, the front uh, the front line of what they're working on right now. Yep. Um, so I'm not sure when we'll be back in front of you um, or whether it's an information update or a work session, but it's still kind of going to come back at some point. Sounds good. And I'm, I guess I'm hopeful from the last, I mean, I'm very, I want to see us achieve the goals, mm -hmm. but I think from the planning commission's standpoint, it'd be great to kind of see an overall approach, you know, for the next six years or whatever, because I feel like the last time it was just about heated driveways and hot tubs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to, you know, and yes, that saved X percent, but the real goal of reducing it by 50 or whatever, um, it's just, it would be interesting just to see, you know, a 10,000 foot level, right, where the opportunities are. Yep. And that's kind of how this geothermal really ties into that is the yeah. big user kind of noted in paper was, you know, those heated walkways. Yeah. And so I think you're correct, kind of all ties in together in some way and kind of what's the overall view. So we can certainly pass that along to that team. Anything else, commissioners? When do we get to see Westfield commercial? Uh, so Matt is working on something right now as far as a presentation. I believe he was going to come in for a work session if not at the next one, it very at least be an information update kind of on what's going to go forward, but then maybe a work session of the meeting after that. So really taking kind of those recommendations out of the master plan. Um, Town Council wanted to look at um, scenario two, which looks at individual lots being able to redevelop on their own. Um, not those quick wins, not the big master developer one, but kind of allowing each one to come forward in their own time. So we'll be pursuing kind of based on those ideas. So exciting. information update or at least work session in a couple meetings. Super exciting. Anything else? Nothing else? Uh, do we have a motion to adjourn? I move that we adjourn. Motion by Commissioner Smith. Second. A second by Commissioner McBride. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Anybody opposed? Nobody's opposed. The motion to adjourn carries six to zero. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.